Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson and I'm Helen Thorne and we're joined today by Helen McGinn. Hello Helen. Hello. Hello it's a camp best of all special. Very exciting. And and now Helen we did have you on the podcast last year um, but we thought we'd have you back because we just love you and we love wine and that's your specialist subject isn't it? It is and I am still every time I think about our conversation last year it still makes me laugh. I learned I learned a lot in that discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is something I wasn't expecting but I did. Yeah and so we haven't like really spoken for a year but I feel like I've spoken to you every week because I get your email newsletter where you recommend wines and because I'm a bit of a list nerd I, I write them I have separate lists on my phone for each supermarket and I type in your recommendations I love that do you or do do. you think it's a bit weird and OCD no no no, it's not it's not it's not and honestly I do know that um, people who read it have told me they take a screenshot on their phone and then they take it into the shop with them because they they know they won't remember by the time they get there and can we just say that we're also um, sort of joined by your sister who who you've brought along to the recording but you won't let on the podcast (laughs) I just said to her please do come Phil, you know, come and listen if you like, you know, but, but but don't say anything, which I now realise is really horrible. So, she's mouthing, thank you. Can I also say how? Can I say how you described her to me when we met earlier? You said, you know, in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, you know, Ruprecht the mute. That's my sister. She's been living in Belgium. We didn't actually tell her us her name, and we had to go and say, "What's your name?" <laughs> Did you <Ruprecht>. say Ruprecht? <laughs> so yeah, what? so here we are in, in a tent at Campbell with a Belgian mute just off to one side. <laughs> she's, she's drinking wine though. She's miming the wine, the yeah. drinking. She's, yeah, she gets that bit. She's yeah. very That's universal. Yeah. Oh, oh, excellent. So for those of you who haven't listened to the previous podcast, Helen McGinn is the knackered mother and she's an award-winning wine writer and blogger, mother of three, wife of one, and, and we, you always say a very tired person. Has that, has that improved since last year, Helen? No. No. Okay, I'm still very tired. Yeah, still very tired. And I, I do try, I really do try to go to bed earlier, but I think like 
I love getting your tweets at about 12.30 at night. I'm like, I'm like, Helen's up like I am. Yes, exactly. Getting stuff done yes, at get, midnight. The, the, the only time to get stuff done is when they're in bed. Yeah. So once they're in bed... When you say stuff, do you mean drinking? <laughs> Proper drinking, it's Ellie. It's research, Ellie. <laughs> of course it's. I'm working. I'm researching again, kids. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Just researching this box of sewing your yes, bonk. Yes, I am. I'm a, work- I'm a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> One day at a time. But I do. I tend to. My my favourite time for writing. In fact, I always write my blog late at night because mm. that's when I'm relaxed and I'll that explains sit down a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's why I find it so funny. <laughs> That'll explain it. Lol me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so your book we should get is it's called The Knackered Mother's Wine Club and it's still it we I refer to it regularly and it's still one of our favourite books ever. Oh, oh yeah. You. I talk about it all the time and, and especially when friends talk about wine, I was like, Have you read this book? You've got to read this book. It's like sitting down and having a wine with a friend, but it's got facts. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's got facts. It's got really yes. good facts and it's great. So oh, thank you. I'm we love it. Is it is it gonna be a follow up? I hope so. I just slightly have to get my head around what the next one will be. Because the thing is, I wrote, a, I honestly wanted to write a book that I could say to people, this is the, if you want to know how to go into a supermarket and buy a good bottle of wine, this is all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. So it feels cheating if I say, oh, by the way, here's another book with all the stuff I forgot to tell you. Mm. Because I honestly think it is full of the not just the basics but it will give you the confidence to go and choose and try different things yeah. but I think there is there's definitely more there I've just got to figure out what it mm. is and to be honest this book is still selling you know I'm still doing festivals and book festivals mm. now with this book I talk quite a lot with it do wine tastings do talk so I'm just loving it so there yeah. will be another book at yeah. some point I've just got to write it yeah. you did kind of if you're, if you're pardon my French you, uh, you sort of spaffed your load didn't you <laughs> No, you've got nothing. That's why right. Helen and I, we're a little, uh, Thorne and I rather, to avoid confusion. Thorne and I are a little bit smarter than that. What we do is with our comedy shows, we only put in one or two jokes per show. Yeah. We so keep all the rest of the gold back. Yes. So that, I have know. no gold left. It's all, I gave it all away in I've, one go. Like I've, that I've old woman in Blackadder. Um, now, we do love getting listener feedback, don't yeah. we, Helen? But the, uh, the, Feed, we had the only negative feedback we've ever had oh for God. the podcast that we did with you, McGinn. What I'm I sorry say? to tell you this. I, I don't think it was you. <laughs> I think it was me. <laughs> a uh, lady wrote in and said, um, what was it? Try drinking the wine after you record the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you were too drunk, basically, yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I... D- look, we were still... I, I was pregnant, so you I... Were. You didn't you drink wine. So, what, you know, of course, you know, we like constructive criticism and, yes. and feedback. So we, we took that email and we printed it out and we burned it and we don't care. <laughs> That's what we've done with she that. She was from New Zealand. It doesn't count. Yeah, no. <laughs> what no. do they know? Well, let's have some wine chat then. Mm-hmm. Um why have you written under the first question of wine chat tell us about your family is she married to the Ernest and Julio Gallo (laughs) (laughs) surprise (laughs) we've heard about your mute Belgian sister Um, how are you how are you surviving the school holidays with three children how are you how are you getting through Um, again drinking well but yes obviously we have set times for them to do um, uh, homework every day there's a lot of creative finger painting that kind of thing we all know I'm lying (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) generally it goes along the lines of it's sunny go outside and play so we're doing a lot of that uh, we've just got two new puppies <gasps> at home, which oh. is uh, that's a great time waster. 
Although I do have to learn to stop saying to people, I've got to get home, so I've got to let my puppies out. <laughs> I've said on a few occasions without... Now I realise I've got to change that. Yeah. Woof, woof. Oh, change that bra. What are, they, what are they called? Ernest and Julio. They are, they're called Yankee and Zulu. Oh. Yeah. Yes. But Ernest and Julio, I've missed a trick there. Yeah. yeah. But as uh, it, yes, we just kind of muddle through, don't you, and hope for the best and work at night a lot. Yeah, yeah. holidays. That's it. And are they? Uh, do you let sort of bedtime slip a bit in the school oh, holidays? Oh, it's really slipped. Yeah, it's slipped to it's positively slutty. <laughs> I have to say, yes, there is no real structure. It's yeah. That's kind of nice yes. though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I and love it, it. You know, the hair gets longer, and the and I'm talking them, not me. <laughs> um, and they get sort of slightly more dishevelled, and then you just cut all their hair off again before they go. That's back to right. Them. So, what have been the highlights of the last year, McGinn, since we saw you? Oh, highlights! So, done a few really fun book festivals over the last year. Which the thing I love about um, doing the festivals is mostly when people go, they they just talk about their book. I get to do a wine tasting in my one as well, so it never really feels like I'm just having to sit and talk about the book. It's actually just sitting and talking about wine, which mm. is brilliant fun. The blog won an award quite Ooh. recently. What was um, the award? Which was... Uh, most actually, that... wine-themed blog. Yeah, the most wine... <laughs> yes, I'm the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I find... Because I started the blog, I think, seven years ago now, and I think when I started it as ever with these things you don't really know where it's going to go you just mm. do it in the hope that someone somewhere might read it and the fact that it's still growing now is is a brilliant thing and something I wasn't expecting so what was the award sorry what was it for I think it was Fortnum and Mason or was that the year before Fortnum and Mason I know lovely quite smart did you get like a silver spoon as I a, got a uh... silver hamper <gasps> a hamper but of silver but it's, but it's tiny <laughs> it goes on the mantelpiece and there was nothing in it oh yes I think I would have quite liked the real you could put your full of stuff that's where you keep your drugs that's what posh people do isn't <laughs> it in your, in your, your silver hamper yeah you have a little drugs hamper that's oh, the yeah. queen's got one but that's a highlight I now write the wine column in the Waitrose Kitchen oh, magazine yes have you met Heston no, not yet. And I'm hoping I don't meet Philip Schofield because I took it over from him. So he probably just oh, wanted to do you, you meet me. Oh. <laughs> He's going to set Gordon the gopher on <laughs> I think you will. Now, going back to the, your highlights of the year, McGinn, I do get your, um, I get your emails and there was a very exciting one recently yeah. about how you were in the vicinity of Cheryl Vernandez Vicini. <laughs> <laughs> and I was... I, I was, was nearly sick with jealousy. I don't mind it. I, w- I want to hit you now for, for being <laughs> having been near her. Well, the funny thing was I only realised it was her on the plane because I was actually stalking the wrong person. <laughs> so I was on the plane and I saw the air steward practically... <laughs> her sister is shaking her head. <laughs> the mute is just... You've shamed the mute. <laughs> She's in a downward dog down position. I'm going back to Belgium. I can't take this. She said. Uh, so I saw the air steward getting very excited and kind of signalling to his friend that there was somebody famous on the plane. And you thought it was you. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, I'm here. I'm actually here. here. So, so I was looking around to see who it was and I couldn't see anyone, but we were at the back. And... Uh, so we got off the plane, we landed in Milan, and I walked to the luggage carousel, and so, and I saw 
a very tall, from behind, a very tall blonde lady with an expensive looking handbag. So I decided that that was my famous person. Mm. So I proceeded to follow this famous person into the loo. I did need to go to the loo, but I walked <coughs> forward, me going. So the mute could... is open mouth. This is not even heard this version of the story. So I followed this tall blonde woman into the loo who then went into the loo without me even seeing who it was. I'm actually telling my sister the story now. And um, so I was thinking, oh, there goes my famous person. And then I looked up and I was face to face. I was this far no, away no. from Cheryl, who who paid, who was just texting on her phone, standing in the loo. Texting, I'm standing next to Helen again. <laughs> she can't had, believe it. And she had massive sunglasses on. <laughs> of course. Mm. And then this is when it begin, began to feel a bit like a plant because when I then walked out of the loo... She was just in front of me and she walked to where her husband was standing. I presume it was her husband. Uh, and another chap who I think must have been her brother because he said, Ah, oh, there you are, pet. Oh. In the accent, which I can't do. But that was like, you see, it is her. <laughs> and uh, she you was were sure it wasn't PJ or Duncan? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> <Must have been. laughs> or Sarah Milligan. <laughs> Yeah, it was her, and she was very, very beautiful. Was she, in was, real she, life. was she tiny? Was she? T- I imagine her to be tiny and exquisite, like a little porcelain angel you could put on your mantelpiece next to your silver Fortnum and Mason hamper. <laughs> she, she is, but she's taller oh. than you think. But that she was wearing very high heels. You right. describe her All like a that. Fabergé egg. Uh, that's how she, I think. Do you know, of she was, she was just, just very doll-like, very beautiful, mm. but but just tiny. Did she smell a velvet? <laughs> She did. She didn't smell a net. She kind of smelled of airport loo. Oh, really? Oh, that's her new fragrance. It's out this Christmas. <laughs> airport loo by Cheryl Fernandez for That's right. Il baño. Yes, il baño. Yes. Oh, il baño. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't speak to her. Did you think about it? Uh, I did think about it, mm. and then I didn't speak to her because I thought, no, she's on holiday with her husband. She's on, a, you know, a freak coming up and saying. Are you Cheryl Coles? Exactly. I'm coming to a tasting your house in I the know. nude. I <laughs> think you could have just been her. very cool and just been offered her a bit of your expert advice. Just like leaned into her sort of Elnet cloud and just sort of gone, it's okay to drink screw top. And then just walked <laughs> away. And leave it at that. And she'd be like, who's that cool, intelligent wine expert? I'm going to Google her. The next time yeah. I see her, that's what I'm going to do. Top she, tip. Like, yeah. If you see a famous person, like, do you go up and speak to them or are you, do you play it cool? <clears throat> it depends who it is. Like, right. um, Obviously, I, I don't get drunk and harass Joe Brand in a Dulwich supermarket. You did that? Uh, harass is a strong word. <laughs> did um, what did you say to her? And I had been drinking some wine, which you would approve of, I know, Good. in the park. And um, <laughs> she was in the... Was it <laughs> She was in the shop and I just went up to her and I just said, Hello, um, I'm very sorry, here's a flyer. In that sort of really crap British way that I give out flyers. Helen gives our flyers out by going up to people and going, Come and see our show, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> We're really did funny. You, did you go up and apologise? <laughs> I'm terribly I'm sorry. sorry no, yes. <laughs> I, I'm sure you can't make it. I, I, you, please don't come, but here you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm terribly sorry. Yes, yes sorry, Bye. sorry. Last year at Camp Festival, we saw Sarah Cox, who I adore. Oh, yes, did you speak to her? Yeah, I just went up to her and I was like, Hi, hi, <laughs> we're the scummy mummies. Here's a flyer. We think you're really great. And she was delightful. Like, she's oh, one of she. my favourite, favourite radio people and people in general. And she was so nice. And she's like, Oh, no, I've heard of you guys. And I was like, Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you vomited at her I feet, think, didn't you? I'm pretty sure I curtsied. Yeah. I was once I was once in an airport with um, a very cool friend of mine, and I saw ex- exactly equidistant from me. I saw um, Jane Lynch who is currently in Glee, but is my oh, comedy yes. hero from tons of films. And I just think it's just one of the funniest people on the planet. And I just absolutely love her. And exactly equidistant on the other side was Sol Campbell, <gasps> who I really fancy more than... So who did I you... I won't say anything about my husband. More than a lot of people. <laughs> yes. And uh, and I just stood there to my friend going, oh, 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 should I go and talk to her? Like, should I go and tell her she's my hero? Should I just go and say hello to him? What should, who should, which one? What should I... And my friend just went, neither just just leave it be cool they're in an airport they don't want to be annoyed you won't say anything that will make them go wow this person's great yeah. <laughs> that is the thing what what's you your expect? number you say that? yes i don't have enough friends right now <laughs> yeah come on board <laughs> he was just like just leave it just be cool enjoy enjoy this moment treasure the memory don't embarrass yourself yeah and he was right he was right and now mm. you know yeah but who knows what could have been by now i could have been married to shane uh, to Sol Campbell or Jane Lynch yeah, I don't know yeah, I'd, be, I'd genuinely be happy with either one <laughs> frankly so anyway should we talk about some more wine we should we should now um, what were your wine discoveries of last year as well as I mean obviously Cheryl was a highlight professionally she's not a wine though I don't think she's not, <laughs> she's not a wine <laughs> well I oh, drink that, it. <laughs> that was for you Ellie Gibson yeah. <laughs> wine discoveries I did make um one actually very recently when researching what wine to bring here to Camp Festival because obviously it's a no glass rule Mm -hmm. so I thought what I really want to find is a good rosé but in bag in box format because then it's no glass and it's a lot in one go and so uh, it'll last us over the weekend so Mm. I went to go Laugh. <laughs> Afternoon. So, <laughs> just thinking, the idea of a box of wine lasting Thorn and I a weekend is laughable. No, no. <laughs> so, one for each hand. <laughs> you can always, when they're finished, you can blow them up and use them as a pillow. That's exactly right. That's the Australian way. Isn't that the way? Oh, or exactly. as a friend of mine said, put it down your trousers like a Kim Kardashian bottom. Oh, 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 I like that one. That, that's for our calendar for 2016. Yeah. <laughs> trying to find uh, a, a rose bag and box that wasn't sweet or ropey mm. and couldn't find one in the supermarkets that wasn't sweet or ropey so I ended up finding one in St John the restaurant in London they've just launched a red white and rosé in bag and box format oh. and they deliver so oh. I ordered one to try it and can report back that it is delicious oh. it's it's officially in French they call it a van de soif which just means a thirst quencher so it's nothing yeah. special mm-hmm. but the main thing is for me with a rosé like that that it's fresh fruity and cold and it does all of those things it's yeah. from the south of France and it's gorgeous lovely I didn't know that I love that the French have an actual phrase for just a thirst quenching wine <laughs> just thirst quenching alcohol yeah, yeah. Soif. yeah Helen and I tend to call it posh ribena <laughs> having a nice red just to take the edge off yeah. the day's work it's a yes. whiny drink so that was that's what you brought to camp festival but do you have like a best of the summer wine um recommendation obviously the, the go-to is your rosé rosé people are drinking a lot of rosé mm. so why do you think rosé has is having this sort of you know resurgence uh, because it's very easy to drink mm. is mainly what it is and also it feels summery Mm. And but rosé always tastes better in the sun. Mm. So true. If you go and drink it on a cold, rainy night, it's just not as nice as sitting in the sun drinking a glass of rosé. Sure. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was I was in the south of France only last week, um, and I drank 
literally two bottles of rosé a day because I was at one of those all-you-can-eat buffet club med things. Oh, yes. And they just had it on tap. And no, I was, you know it's called all-you-can-eat, not all-you-can-drink. <laughs> That's not the point of it. I got a bit twitchy when I came back on Monday because I was like, I'm not drinking rosé and it's 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Time for another whole boar sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the edge off. Yeah. Nice. But yeah. how do you, if you're shopping for rosé in the supermarket, because I struggle a bit because I don't like, I find a lot of rosés very sweet and sugary. And yes. I so, I've sort of learned not, if it says on the label strawberry flavours, I've learned to avoid that because that just means it tastes like jam. <laughs> and it's revolting. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it is really confusing because there is um, rosé and then there's blush. And so if you buy something that's usually from California and it says white Zinfandel on the front, it's going to be sweetish rosé. Mm. So if you like sweet rosé, go for that one. But if you want you them idiots. dry... <laughs> it has its place. Two o'clock in the morning. In the bin. That's <laughs> your new book, Helen McGinn. Wine for idiots. <laughs> Fumanti, Zinfandel, <laughs> Labrosco. No, Fumanti's nice if you put lime in it to make it sour. Nigella taught me that. Oh, I mean, amongst many other things. There you go. Yeah. Red Lambrusco is yeah. the other lovely thing. It is very so, nice. So, but not the sweet stuff. Again, it's dry. Yeah, we've got some for later. In Ooh, Alton, in fact. Oh, yes, to go. It goes very well with pizza. Because I do, I do like a, a sparkling Shiraz from Australia. That's... Now you see, it's very like that. Yeah, yeah. So it is. The most of the stuff we've had here, as that we know as Lambrusco, again is sweet. But the proper stuff, the stuff the Italians drink, is mm. red, fizzy, and dry. Very nice. And it's, uh, people love the whole sparkling Shiraz thing. Mm. That the only one I could find here recently on the shelves was uh, Jacob's Creek do one, and then a few of the online specialists do a sparkling Shiraz. But you, you don't. It's quite hard to find it. Yeah. But Marks and Spencers have just launched a red Lambrusco and it's absolutely gorgeous. In fact, they sold out and the next delivery comes in next week. Oh. I know that because I had to bring up and ask. So I, I like it with a barbecue, obviously. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's nice with a steak. Really? <laughs> it is. You yeah. like anything with a barbecue. <laughs> it was really fun. You put a bloody turkey on the barbecue if you get away with it. <laughs> She's so racist. <laughs> oh, is that not true? Oh, you like everything with chips. Ugh. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> that sorted her out. <laughs> I'll just cry in the corner. Um, no, no that you can't. It's full of the mute. There's no room. <laughs> Who's got a silent tear oh. running down her face? <laughs> like a pyro. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
<laughs> it's Marcel Marceau. <laughs> Trying to get out of the glass box. Bless her. I want to go back to Belgium. <laughs> Here. <laughs> oh, now he's a racist. Now he's a racist. Wonderful. Why don't you just do a Poirot? I'm done with it. Good grief. Anyway, Grenache, we were talking about or something. I don't know. We were talking about Lammy Brusco. Red oh, Lammy Brusco. Right. Yeah. So, uh, summer drink. Uh, Rose Bag in Box from St. John. Good summer drink. Negroni. I drank of those when I was in Italy stalking Cheryl Cole yeah. <laughs> not wine but very good substitute it's like Italy's tea time drink which oh. I think is very sophisticated and where do you stand on a Kia I love a Kia Ooh. we drink quite a lot of I prefer tea, a Skoda Yeti but that's just me <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid <laughs> oh, oh, actually it's naughty <laughs> I have to say women's air have nothing on you two so much and they've got fun. a whole folder. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we not allowed on? <laughs> how long? How is it? At least two kilometres away from Jane Garvey, isn't it? Yes, that's right. That's, the, that's what it says on the order. Sorry. What, well, look. Uh, while we're on a wine, uh, a wine tip, should we do a wine tasting? Yes. What are we? Ta- I think we're tasting. Um, it's the same wine we had last year. Actually, it's the Camp Festival Garden Maybe it's Literary a different, Institute. A different vintage this year. It's cool. It is literally called. Pardon my French. <laughs> But as if that, and it comes in a plastic bottle. And if, as if that wasn't good enough, the uh, the description of the wine on the back is in Dutch. Do you think? Could she read it? Can you read it? <laughs> She's holding out a little glass. The mute's holding out a glass. <laughs> Feed the mute, Ellie. Feed come, the mute. Refret, come. Uh, can you do a professional t- teach, teach us how to taste wine professionally? Well, I would even say, though it's out of a plastic <laughs> bottle. Oh, yes, but I would also say the first thing you've got to do if you're going to taste it professionally is pour yourself a small measure. So <laughs> We failed at what? the first step because I've got yeah. a full beaker of wine here. But what you do is you had a small measure, you'd swirl it. And just to say, like Thorne and I, we've this. got polystyrine cups. Yes, which you have. All yes. the better for drinking. Yeah. That is, yes. So, so you swirl it round. Nose Look. in, big sniff. First of all. Ah, vinegar. Vinegar. you want like. it to... Okay, so quick test. What I want you to do now, so don't sniff. Okay. Oh, okay. Just take a tiny sip without sniffing and swallowing it without doing anything. Just like, mm-hmm. okay. So all you, what can you taste? Just a bit of fizz, like a nothing very much. No, like sort of cooked. metal. So now <laughs> so it's yeah. metally, yeah, B- battery-like. That's might be my fillings. <laughs> it might be fillings, but that is because wine is. Uh, because our sense of smell is so much more powerful than our sense of taste you've got to smell first otherwise you miss oh. that's what the wine's about so this time we're going to smell first then take a sip and swish it around a bit like mouthwash oh yeah swallow, and then see what, see how Ooh. different all the flavours okay. are right so swill sniff mm-hmm 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 it's like a bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just burped. <laughs> She's classy like I've that. I've never <laughs> somebody burp what's like tasting food and wine. <laughs> but hopefully, yeah. can you feel mm. the flavours all over the mouth now? I'm getting a, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I'm getting a strong sense of grapes. Yes. And yes. Uh, <laughs> red and, fruit. Um, El Net. Is Cheryl here? Cheryl, yes. <laughs> I'm out, Cheryl. <laughs> What are you getting, Thorn? A numbness. You picked up the Listerine one. <laughs> yeah, you have. 
But this is very kind of uncomplicated we, yeah. southern French yes. rosé. It'll be a cocktail of grapes. It's quite stingy. <laughs> it's... See, now this is 2013. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'd say about if you're going to buy rosé, buy it as young as possible, as in how old the wine is, not your actual age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... This would be... See, I think this might be left over from the year before. You think it's last year? Yes. Oh, oh, my God. Because the one that we were drinking in our bag in box is uh, 2014. Oh. It's much fresher. This yeah. is nice. It's so very drinkable. Oh, it's it's pleasant. It is pleasant. my mother would say. Oh, right. Yeah. It's, a pleasant it's pleasant. Let's yes. uh, mute. Can we have a thumbs up or a thumbs down for the... Pardon my French. Oh. She's <laughs> thumbs up. Thumbs up. No, no, yeah. not a comme si, comme ça. All right, go back to your business. <laughs> <laughs> keeps walking past right no more wine for the mute no more wine she's having visions of the gruffalo just you're gonna have to put the lead on again she can't be trusted oh dear oh so um i noticed there that you had to swallow the wine now because i i i went to a like a wine tasting once did you have to spit it out yeah Yeah, well you had the option yes you had you could either spit it in the bucket or swallow guess what i did Mm. um but i find genuinely i find the whole spitting wine thing I actually find it quite vulgar and quite sort of wasteful because well, I think considering as mothers we spend our lives telling our children not to spit yeah, yeah. I don't think I think we should be setting a good example <laughs> I think it's wasteful and like you don't do it with food you don't see Greg and John on MasterChef they spitting spit out Ryland's hamburger no, no, do you? no that's true but do you, so why, why do people spit what's the because if you are tasting professionally uh, you will be tasting anything up to about 100 wines a day okay so you have to spit yeah see this wine tasting i went to in lordship lane in dulwich was was not a professional you know it was just a load of idiot middle class people who wanted to pretend they know about wine Mm. and it was a white wine tasting and the so-called expert was the first one he was like and this is a white wine and it's uh, very good with a fish and I was like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, good, good. And then the next one, he's like, this wine, I would serve this with something like a fish. <laughs> and then by the third wine, being very good with fish, I had just lost my... Right. And my friends were so embarrassed. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. It's, that's it's, no, the that's not the way to enthuse people about wine either. I no, you so. always go to the fallback. Hate Thai food. I, yeah, what I wanted to ask you, Helen, like when you're doing a tasting, yeah. can you tell... The people who know nothing, or those who are sort of the wine snobs, like yes. is, it, is it, they're, they're like straight away telltale signs yes. when you when you sort of scan yes. them. Like the <laughs> most um, obvious giveaway is when they um, pronounce the name in the regional accent, oh. you know, it, it, as it yeah. would be there. So I would say that a grape is called Sinso, for example, which is probably one of the grapes in here. Yeah, and they'll say, "Do you mean Sanso?" Oh. And I'll say, um, yeah, <laughs> same great, but I'd say it's in, so, you know, it's a kind of anglicised version. That's very, so, no, I'd say, no, what I meant to say was, get out of my wine tasting. <laughs> Why are you here? Exactly. exactly. Oh, that would drive me mad. Yeah. It's, that's, it's not, that's not good. Mm. But the thing is, you know, a little knowledge can be a, can get you a long way in wine and you come across people like that all the time that, you know, they just think that knowing lots about wine is a great I mean it is a great thing but I think it's only it only matters to you right know as much as you need to know to make sure you don't drink bad wine but going around just telling people you know lots about wine which actually I do for a living (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean you just it's so vulgar isn't it such a show off such a (laughs) (laughs) can't believe it's called the guest a (laughs) this is worse than that time I called the guest a (laughs) 
isn't it? <laughs> so, but do you think it's worse for you? Like, because we're because we're comedians. Yeah. How do we turn it around after calling the guest a? <laughs> just, just, just carry on like it didn't happen. But quite often, when because we're comedians, people go, "I've got a joke for you." Oh yes, um, yes. So do you, you because you're enough? new? Because you're a, I always do. Um, do you think because you're a wine expert, like people want to show off to you and be like, you know? Yes, that. And my other favourite is when if people do come over and to ours and bring wine, I love the way that friends will always give me a bottle of wine and say, "This is probably really." Sh- <laughs> like, well, now I feel special. Bring me your most wine. Why don't you? I love that. <laughs> Just sort of excuse it. Have you had any scummy moments in a wine tasting? Have you ever got a bit too p- and started just blathering? <laughs> it's overpriced. <laughs> and this wine is a red one. That means it goes with fish. It's made with <laughs> Exactly. No, I have to say, if I'm ever not sure about something I will just fess up completely and say I have no idea what grapes are in this blend but it's either good or bad mm, yeah, yeah. Don't, I wouldn't make stuff up I'd just yeah. say it. it's, it's like a truth drug anyway that's the thing about wine and do you always do the cheap wines first and then the expect like is there a is there a method in terms of uh generally it you would start with lighter and go to heavier because once you've covered your mouth and taste buds with tannin or lots of acidity it's quite hard to taste so i'd start with the driest whites mm. and then work your way to the big reds okay because then you can taste more yeah but some people think it works better the other way around mm. so some professionals that i work with they'll taste reds first and then white oh excellent Should um, we have we ended wine chat Ellie? i think that's enough wine chat oh yes. it's time for a game now I oh go. yes yay it's called celebrity wines and i've written it especially for helen mcginn Should, i'm going to give you a I test one just so you can guess you can kind of get a flavour of the game yeah this celebrity wine is a Spanish bubbly and a hot British model a Spanish bubbly Cara Carver Delevingne yes (laughs) Carver Delevingne and we're off and we're off (laughs) okay yeah a popular French wine cocktail and an English film actress known for her pout it is uh an English film actress Rachel Weiss Fine Spritzer. <laughs> oh, Kira Knightley! <laughs> I had a bit of help from the mute. Okay, there. Yeah, the mute was, ma- was mouthing that. <laughs> the and the she was pouting! No, she's going to be the winner. The mute might win this. Number three. A white wine from Bordeaux and a famous Friends TV star. It is. Oh. A white wine from Bordeaux. Cops. So. Oh, something LeBlanc. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. Sauvignon LeBlanc. Sauvignon Yes! Sauvignon LeBlanc. <laughs> Correct. Oh, my God. All right. McGinn is still in the lead. A lovely summery wine and a famous football manager. It is... <gasps> Rosé Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. Okay, come, no, on, no, come on, come on. Back in the room. Back in the room. A lovely fortified wine and an American actress who starred in Les Mis. Oh. oh, port, port. Who started in Amos? What was it? Fortified wine. Yeah, lovely fortified wine, and an American actress who starred in Hathaway. Les Mis. No. Oh, f- oh no! It was Anne Hathaway, not Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> you both get points. <laughs> <laughs> Failed you, no. Google. All right. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll regain. Okay. Next one. An American singer with a huge range 
and a yummy fortified wine that nanas love. It is Michael Bubbly. Sherry. Mariah Sherry. Mariah oh, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favourite. Ready? Yeah. A sparkly Italian wine and a fumbly bumbly UK actor. It is Prosecco. Something Prosecco. But I can't think. Of Are a you give up? Actor. I give up. Give us a pretty What's he been in? Four weddings and a funeral. Hugh Prosecco? Hugh. <laughs> Spew Granty! <laughs> me. The mute is holding a kitchen roll to her mouth. Do you know that must have been so fun making this? It was. It was. This is what I spent my entire holiday in France doing. (laughs) A whole week. I think I am the winner today. Yeah, that that was it. Uh, Helen Thorne, I think you are the winner. (laughs) You did win. You're winning at life. I think so. You (laughs) granted. Who needs the money? He could. He could do a new line of. uh, you know, fizzy wine. I'm sure he will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he'll be trademarking the right now. Oh. He'll have his people onto oh. it. Oh, oh, lovely. Well, we've almost come to the end. Oh, <laughs> no, say it's so, it's so. It is so. Uh, <laughs> but there is time, of course, for our scummy mummy confessions. Oh, uh, Helen Thorne, would you like to kick us off? Oh, yes. So, um, being Camp Bestival, I thought I'd do a Camp Bestival-themed one. Um, my friend arrived yesterday who was camping with Ellie and I. And she was sitting at our tent to get lay, lay down and set up. And my daughter said, Mummy, 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 I need to go to the toilet. And I thought that meant I took her to the toilet, but she just pulled her pants down and <laughs> weed on the grass where my friend was just about to lay her tent. So we had to put down a several bags so they could put the tent over the wee patch that she weed oh. on the grass, which is very nice. I yeah. can't wait to see the stain that's going to be. <laughs> On the grass, that's going to be. So that was my scummy mummy confession. Oh, well, mine is uh, mine is also camp festival themed. So um, last year, because I was pregnant and I, we were doing lots of camping and festivals, I invested in. I'm going to call it a urinal gourd. Um, you just, you know, one of those like a portable urinal that you wee in, and it. Comes, and McGinn's looking astonished. She's like, <laughs> where can exist? I get one? Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, it's like, all right, it's like it's like a flagon. It's like a little plastic flagon, and it comes with a special attachment for ladies. <gasps> that fits right over your panini and then you, you, do, you do your wee into, yes, the, into, there. into the urinal flagon and then you just dispose of it in the morning and it's all fine so um, yeah so this year I was like right gang camping dig mm. out the urinal gourd and uh, but I lost I've lost the um, the, the female. female attachment so it's quite it's quite a wide neck yeah. so I thought oh, it'd be alright I'll just I'll just sort of hold it and pee into the hole as it were and I started doing that and let's just say it wasn't going very well <laughs> <laughs> this is in the middle of the tent at like midnight pitch oh, oh Ellie, Ellie. and I was like oh what am I going to do and then I spied the potty right next to me <laughs> so I just transferred as quickly as I could from the gourd to the potty and weed in my son's was potty and then poured it into the gourd <laughs> The mute's just left the tent. She can't take anymore. She's by the gruffalo. She's more gruffalo. The gruffalo. She's gone to see the gruffalo. Okay, you go and see the gruffalo. Yeah, watch out for the cat in the hat as well. That is good though. I mean, why? I always thought when you were pregnant and they would say, "Can you now go and pee in this tiny test tube?" That yeah. you can't even see 
over yeah. your tummy where you're peeing. Yeah. And God. then you know, they know that you know that you've just peed all over your hand. And yeah. you tried your, the best you possibly can to get something <laughs> yeah. in the oh. tube. I always thought that was, that was about the lowest you could go in the yeah. whole pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, Helen McGinn, have you got a scummy mummy confession for us? Camp festival themed or otherwise? Um, what have we done so far? We did drink all the rosé yesterday. That's Oh, yeah, to say that. Yes, the one that was supposed to last us for the weekend. There's my, <laughs> there's my confession. Friday, my, gone. My sister and I polished it off. Five, How many was it? Four? By four o'clock. <laughs> and we got here at three. Okay. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> no, we got here and it had taken us quite a long time to get here because... We Alex insisted we followed her sat-nav, so we went what we'll call the scenic route. Given that we only live an hour away and it took us three hours to get here. So <laughs> by the time we got here, we then sat outside the tent for the next three hours. We didn't move. <laughs> yes, and we just sat in the sun and it was lovely, wasn't it? Oh. But yes, that's probably our confession. We, we slightly overshot the runway. Oh, and no. then she became a mute. <laughs> and then, <laughs> she's, not, she's not spoken Her since. Her tongue is now paranoid. Yes, paranoid. <laughs> Rosa. Yeah. It's like it's been pickled. <laughs> oh. oh, what a lovely confession. Oh, oh, I'm very sad to say. I think that's about it, isn't oh, it? Oh, dear. I'm it's very ended. Sad. It's been oh, lovely. No. Well, thank you. As always, if you have enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at Scummy Mummies and on Facebook. That's right. And we have got an exciting uh, brand new stage show coming up, haven't we? We Dawn? do. Okay, so we'll be performing our greatest hit show in London on the 19th of September at the Amersham Arms. Come along. That's right. Tickets on our website, scummymummies.com. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that that is about it. Thank you so much, Helen McGinn, for once again just being a brilliant, brilliant guest and lots of fun. Oh, thank, well, you. Yeah. thank you very much. It is just a joy. It's lovely to see you both. Oh, I so enjoy it. It's thank lovely. you. And thank you, Mute. <laughs> for providing comic relief <laughs> she's not saying anything lying. she's nodding though I'm sure yeah. the silence says she improves yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I just want some mayonnaise she's for my one. chips she's got one apparently she's got one yeah. Taylor's Port Swift that's true Oh, yeah it needs work but it's good yeah that's why you have to sit in the corner you see. that's why oh brilliant well thanks again and uh, yeah enjoy the rest of Camp Festival and you mm-hmm. Thank until you. next time bye bye We've got a special treat for you, Helen again, haven't we, Helen? Thorne? We have. We've written a song that we have dedicated to you. Yeah, and we normally perform it in our live in our live show. So if you can imagine us in gold uh, lycra cat suits, yeah, with smoke machine. I'm not kidding. And lasers. Yeah. Can you imagine that scene? Yes. Now listen to this song that we wrote for you. point we turn around on the yeah. stage there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of smoke, smoke clearing yeah smoke's clearing they've got big hair yeah. Elnet, of here course. we go Elnet. Oh, no, yeah. the lasers are firing you could turn it up a bit more really that's as far as it'll go <laughs> okay. <laughs> every day i wake at dawn when kids jump on my head It takes me all damn morning Just to get them dressed and fed All day long I wonder Why did I decide to breed But 5 
change the locks lie down on the kitchen floor and drink wine from a box <laughs> I don't need no handbook on how to be a mum I just need a glass of wine oh baby oh man <laughs> oh, I need a vino I'm crying up for a vino almost every night don't care if it's cheap, I don't care if it's nice, I don't care if it's red or it's white. I need a vino! I'm crying up for a vino almost every night. It's gotta be soon and it's gotta be strong and it's gotta be served in a pint. Served in a pint. That is amazing! That's for you, Helen McGee. Oh we love you, God. Helen McGee. <laughs> Happy drinking. Drinking. <laughs> I love it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.